Hey, 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 everybody. How are you all guys doing? Welcome to the Wimper Podcast, where we talk about all the goofy stuff related to space, astronomy, deep tech, AI, and a lot more to learn about which you won't find much in a conventional form of education. Uh, yep, we're starting the recording. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Bimba Podcast. Uh, I have Prasad Doke here. He is the co-founder at Astro Capsule uh, and at research assistant at uh, Indian Space Association. Uh, and uh, he's an aerospace engineering undergrad. So uh, we'll be starting off with the question right away. Uh, how does the Indian Space Research Organization, ISRO, uh, collaborate with educational institutes uh, in the country to develop space-related curriculum uh, and research programs and what impact uh, have these collaborations had on the quality uh, of education in the field? Okay, uh, thank you Deepoyansh, first of all, for having me on the show and thank you for the introduction as well. Mm-hmm. Now, going back to your question and talking about ISRO, that is ISRO, uh, if you have heard about... Uh, space tutor program i don't know if many people know it or not but Hmm. yeah so isro Hmm. has actually come out with a space tutor program wherein many uh, space education companies or the any not only companies any organization institution whatever it is uh, they can collaborate in some sense with isro and they can they'll be working the same way they used to do but uh, they'll get an advantage, one of ISRO's name. Another ISRO would be providing with, uh, providing them with various uh, data, uh, various uh, lab access, and much more stuff. So if you just get into that, you can, you know, mm-hmm. it's like if you have your company, you can just be a part of ISRO. It's not paid. Uh, it's just an application form you have to submit, and they'll get back to you. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, then you'll get registered as a space tutor for ISRO. Mm-hmm. And one more advantage that they give is uh, even the people who teach through that companies sometimes get trained. Means uh, recently ISRO had conducted a workshop named SPIN. It was about two months ago, one or two months ago, I think. Mm-hmm. So in that, what they did is they basically called all of their space tutors, even other people were uh, invited, but even the space tutors were invited. And uh, most of the scientists of ISRO came at, came out and gave an amazing lecture. It was a one or two day workshop something, and they were actually telling what's required in industry today. So one thing is that, uh, as I mentioned, you'll be getting an access to ISRO stuff, uh, labs, uh, this kind of uh, meetings. Uh, now coming to the second part of your question is how is this helping uh, now i had been i had been given an example of the medical system of india or the medical colleges of india this is actually given out by someone else itself but i actually uh, like this one a lot if you look at the medical colleges in india uh, usually there's a medical or a hospital in that medical itself or in that college itself basically mm-hmm. so what happens is the doctor which is uh, 
treating the patients in that hospital he comes and teaches the students mm-hmm. and that too he is uh, nearly 10 15 years of he has an experience of 10 15 years so when he comes to class and teaches he teaches his experience more than what's written in the book mm-hmm. but that yeah. is what is missing in our, uh, engineering or other education sector if mm-hmm. you look at you know any engineering college they'll be having a professor who must have completed his education mostly he must have done a phd and he have come to this but uh, you'd be you'll never see uh, let's take a example of aerospace engineering because that's where i come from you'll mm-hmm. never see a isro scientist coming and teaching in some uh, institution mm-hmm. in iits it is possible that they may take one or two workshop wherein they may call an isro teacher uh, mm-hmm. isro scientist and ask them to teach something but this will not happen in uh any other colleges private colleges tier 2 tier 3 colleges which you call us mm-hmm. so uh that's something we miss in because if you know uh, let's imagine a scientist comes and teaches you propulsion when a professor teaches you he'll teach that these all chemicals were mixed to create this propellant but what a scientist will teach is we made this but this didn't work because of this something due to which we moved on to this and when you learn like this definitely you'll remember this and if maybe you'll you'll get to innovate something more but uh, if we go out to go with the current process i don't think that's happened so when these industries come in or the startups who are teaching students coming if you look at most of the space startups in india who are into education they are also in something else it's a true fact that you cannot survive just on education in india uh, especially in space because it's a booming sector it has started just now it's very small so and many people don't know about it so you'll not be getting uh, you know hundreds and thousands of students daily to come up and register for your course so you won't be sitting on just education most of the companies uh, 80% educational companies you just look up and see they'll there'd be something else either they'll be making a rocket they'll be making a satellite they may be in something uh, satellite imagery software services etc so when these people teach so they they'll be uh, parallelly sharing the experience they are going through but that as i told this will not happen in an university or any school or whatsoever though there are some you know college teams coming up they mm-hmm. uh, there mm-hmm. are competitions like cansat and all that even in that what happens is when you look at the mentor it's the professor again okay yeah so even they even though it's i won't say it's a uh, bad it's very good what they are doing if you build a satellite you build a rocket i'm concentrating on space sector itself because i'm i work there itself for even for mechanical there are various competitions so that competitions are also very good but uh, it would be better if you keep a mentor from some in- industry but mm-hmm. uh, industry in the sense from a space company most probably a startup because it's a bit difficult to get uh, any mentor from big mncs either mm-hmm. you will have to go to some uh, retired isro scientist or any such mm-hmm. kind of scientist or startup startups are very much interested in this mm-hmm. i hope i have answered yeah uh, related to that itself i wanted to ask you uh, moving on with this so you said that uh, because medical students are able to have a greater experience of uh, their their own fields because a doctor himself or herself comes to teach them Uh, who has already had an experience of over a decade or so 
uh, but that's not the case with uh, engineering or other colleges uh, in india um so i wanted to ask you uh, because a doctor you know is considered as a practitioner he or she is uh, someone who has done stuff and surgery probably any so- sort of uh, you know whatever treatment they they do in their field uh, they have done it practically but uh, uh, the thing in uh, the engineering field especially in in india because i know lot more about india than uh, the foreign or other other, other universities so engineering students because they when they pursue engineering they don't only go into engineering sectors right they can go into various other stuff so for example they could become a consultant and at some big company i don't want to take names but yeah or may, maybe they could become uh, some something like a business analyst or something that is not actually related to engineering uh, so i wanted to ask you if you were talking about uh, practicality uh, and bringing that into the course uh what should be the realistic way of bringing that thing should you i bring an engineer himself or a scientist himself or herself into the into the course and into the class who has had years of experience or should it be something else uh, so i i like to ask you a basic question you told mm-hmm. me that uh, mm-hmm. engineering student can go to anywhere he may do yeah. a business like mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. like me he mm-hmm. may go in analyst or something mm-hmm. uh, would be better in it a person who is doing job or a person who is teaching in what uh, in uh, the position of a business analyst uh, anything L- listen mm-hmm. uh, what happens is uh, i gave an example of isro scientist itself but yeah, yeah. Uh, you can even call let's say in your college it's like but for example uh, what i wanted to say is that they do go i'm not saying that they have to go or they usually go but they do right yeah mm-hmm. but what i want to say is for a professor is not like that even an employee i even work at indian space association as you told mm-hmm. so it's not like when i sit in indian space association i only do research mm-hmm. or of something i also have to participate in marketing i also have to participate in some events if that's happening i also mm-hmm. have to participate in but that is that, that is what you do as a startup founder right uh like for example i gave the example of like, like as i said i don't want to take company names uh, but yeah for example if uh, if somebody is going uh, into the job sector and uh, they are going into a company in the fortune 500 sector and, you know they won't be doing everything they would have one thing to be focusing on they would have one specialty one specialization one thing to work on so in that case if you could put it that way like for example i understand what is the case with startups ஒரு Uh, let's take the case one that you go through some engineering let's say uh, i'll be taking aerospace engineering itself mm-hmm. everywhere so when mm-hmm. i talk about engineering from here in podcast is aerospace engineering 
Mm-hmm. So let's say you go through engineering and you get into a space related companies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So one major thing I'll like to tell you that 95% of time, whatever is taught in your college is just the basic. Right. What you learn is the first three months of your office work. Mm-hmm. And in and in uh, college, what happens is in engineering, you are taught with everything. They'll teach mm-hmm. you propulsion also. They'll teach you aerodynamics also. They'll mm-hmm. teach you fluids also. Mm-hmm. Everything. But let's say you get into uh, some satellite related company and your company is working in communication. You have the, and you're working on a satellite that is basically doing communication. You're working on frequencies that mm-hmm. you are not learned in the engineering itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's no college. Case one. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Now case two, uh, if you just go through engineering and go to some other industry, like most of people do in aerospace mm-hmm. engineering, because then mm-hmm. uh, it's a fact that there are, uh, there are less jobs in aerospace engineering properly mm-hmm. in India. Mm-hmm. And even if they are, they ask for masters. So mm-hmm. if aerospace is not he- helping you in that sector, even calling an expert from industry is not going to help a lot. Though mm-hmm. he'll be giving you an experience of how can you work, how can you catch up with their pace, that would happen. But in that case, you'll have to do everything from zero again. Right. Uh, and then I would it's also like clear. to know. Yeah, I would. Yeah, it, it has been clear to me. Uh, so. I would also like to know, as you said, you know, uh, in this aerospace sector, in fact, I have uh, seen the statistics, even the best institutes, uh, I always bitch a lot about IITs, but still, uh, even the best institute uh, uh, and colleges of India, aerospace engineering students are not getting the amount of jobs or amount of uh, opportunities they should be getting. Uh, no matter how hard they work and then you said that uh, uh, someone has to do masters uh, in order to maybe get somewhere and then i also wanted to know uh, on the uh, idea if uh, is for for a four year course or or any degree uh, worth uh, it because i also want to know because i think four years few four years is a pretty long amount of time for studying something uh, or maybe if, as you said, because colleges don't teach everything, right? And if you're not getting uh, to be known known with everything, you're not studying everything, that, uh, and then you're also putting four, four years, and then maybe if you go for master's, then you'll put two years more. Uh, that's uh, that's about six years, and that's a good chunk of your, your life. So if you're putting that amount of time and you're still not getting enough, uh, what do you think would be the possible solution to it? Okay, first I'll uh, elaborate the problem and then I may come mm-hmm. to solution if yeah, it's sure. in my case. Uh, there are three things I'd like to tell. One, if you go through all the space startups in India, let's leave the companies behind, multinational companies, because they were working in some uh, something else and now they come up in space. So let's go through the startups because they are totally based in it itself. Now, if we consider the top of let's say 10, 15, 20 startups of India, you'll not, uh, let's take a case of 10, top 10. Uh, Out of 10, I guarantee you the nine startups have no person from aerospace in their top hierarchy. Whatever the CEO, CTO, CWO, whatever it is, I can guarantee Mm -hmm. you that because I uh, in Indian Space Association, we have more than 50 members. I've been talked, I've talked to almost all CEOs of uh, top aerospace startups in India, and mm-hmm. uh, 
except one i'll not be taking the names today yeah, yeah. Uh, except one I, none of them was from uh, aerospace engineering so uh, that one thing that uh, people what people think is if you want to get into space you'll have to go through aerospace engineering or any other such stuff is totally wrong there are people from mechanical there are people from electrical i have seen uh, people coming from biotech also so that's the first thing second thing uh, when you said that when you do as uh, what you asked is uh, is four year degree valuable it's mm-hmm. more than valuable but mm-hmm. for what is the question yeah engineering degree is something which shows that you are capable of doing something mm-hmm. not everything yeah yeah understand yeah right yeah so when you so when you get out of aerospace engineering what uh, biggest mistake i'd say uh, students do is they expect a package of 15 lakhs 20 lakhs especially for aerospace engineering they say that we have gone through such a, a harsh studies and what if we are getting 3 lakhs and 4 lakhs mm-hmm. listen mm-hmm. this industry is just starting one there's not a lot of money like it in uh, aerospace right now mm-hmm. and second is you cannot work like an it engineer in an uh, space related company because mm-hmm. what happens is when you get into an it company most probably will take 3 months to understand everything and you can work with or work on a project and you would be having a good good you know um, capability i would say that you'd be good with the process but when you get into aerospace or any space startup the technology they are working is very difficult to understand first of all you cannot in, as i told in engineering whatever you have learned is very different from what you'll have to apply in most of the companies so for learning that you'll have to take time it's not like uh, you go there and in 3 months you are more than half of the company that cannot happen you'll have to go through one two year process you'll have to understand the industry you'll have to understand the technology you'll have to understand how the technology works then you'll be able to get into something and if you want see and coming back to the question again uh, the four year and plus mm-hmm. two year thing or two year mm-hmm. or three year mm-hmm. now what i feel is doing masters or doing job after degree is somewhere same but uh, the differentiation occurs in whether you want to be a specialist in something or whether you want to go with the flow so let's say you get into masters you are doing specialization in that so when you complete that three years of course and you come out you are uh, a bit restricted to that field one and you are somewhere respected that this person has done the masters and all that stuff and he has a knowledge in that more than most of the four year uh, engineers coming out but if you go to job you are having a 2 3 years of experience until and unless the other person completes that masters so if you are able to get good experience i don't think you'll be lacking behind somewhere you'll be because experience matters as much as degree mm-hmm. you go to any start, any company they last for experience first and after that you'll degree see what happens is let's say you complete 2 years of your job not even to 1 to 2 years i'd say the least the last thing the interviewer would be asking is about your degree he'll not even ask you about uh, show not even ask to show the degree because what he is interested is what you learned in that job and how uh, how you were able to go through it because that's what uh, that people are interested in if they know that this 
people has already worked in some work somewhere and he knows how the processes go he knows how to deal with the client they'll be more than happy than having a master student right uh moving on with the second question uh, that i have not the second question the other question that i have uh how can you space education yeah yeah this is in the script uh, these these the questions that i asked before these were not in the script actually okay uh so how can space education be integrated into the wider curriculum at schools uh, not colleges and uh, and yeah and also universities across india and what benefits uh, uh, would this have for students in terms of developing critical thinking uh, problem solving and other important skills a lot of um hmm. see as i told one is the space tutor program which we discussed in the very first question that's an amazing thing coming up and as i mm-hmm. told even institutions can get in so even schools can be a part of that and they're getting a lot of things and recently we also had a talk with i think in space they are also planning to do something for school and college students mm-hmm. so yeah uh, if you go through the syllabus we have even today you will be finding a chapter on space in 8th and 9th standard that to they just teach something about planets that's yeah, it yeah. and some they will be giving some facts mm. but uh, in 11th and 12th you will find nothing they yeah. are interested in yeah, yeah. other stuff itself which mm. you don't need after engineering most probably mm-hmm. so there's not no nothing of space in schools right now so mm. until and unless you don't go into any specialization course which is related to it you'll not be able to find anything that's why mm-hmm. uh, what we think is getting students into space since 8th standard is very important you know every student that sees to sky he is fascinated he yeah. looks at stars he want to learn about it more he looks at plane he wants to know about mm. it a lot mm. Mm. He, there are various camps that come and show that this is star many people go by taking telescope and show that this is happening that is happening but students are never exposed to it like if you see the computers section uh, or the it industry now they have started teaching coding to students from 7th and 8th standard yeah yeah that's yeah. why when they come into engineering that student is highly prepared hmm. but that's not a case for you know um, manufacturing sector it's i think it's the problem with the whole manufacturing sector itself like mechanical engineering also face a lot you cannot start teaching manufacturing at such a early yeah. stage but hmm. you cannot see Uh, you cannot say space to a manufacturing sector right now space has yeah. been divided into various ca- categories there's astronomy that comes in yeah i mean different it differ, differs right you can study science of space or you can study engineering of space so right. yeah so, i understand the difference over there hmm. the best answer i can give you is you know if a student is learning uh, space from 8 to 12th and after mm-hmm. that he's doing four years of engineering maybe he's equivalent to a master student Mm-hmm. because that's the time he's le- he's spent in learning the space mm-hmm. maybe it'll be help a space is a industry which is highly growing right now mm-hmm. if you look to the steps taken by government if you look to the through the steps that uh, industries have taken the way isro is going the way spacex is going the way a satellite communication is going 5g has been introduced uh, many uh, many things are coming up you know space is something which everyone needs every industry uh, every ministry in india today is behind using satellite related data mm-hmm. so space is something which you will require but most of people don't know it and the simple reason behind it is you don't have anything of such kind you 
till 12 standard you never learn about satellite till 12 standard maybe they just know that satellite something goes up and uh, revolves in orbit that's it so yeah. when you are able to learn it till somewhere between uh, 12 standard people will get uh, its knowledge and then they'll think that we should go in this sector also mm-hmm. once that mm-hmm. starts happening the effect what we'll see in space sector would be amazing mm-hmm. and uh, as you said uh, like in the eighth grade the I also wanted to know about the curriculum uh, because you also mentioned the syllabus part of it. Uh, I've heard people a lot of times saying uh, even the best of institutions in the country, not just schools, uh, but also universities and colleges, that the curriculum is uh, revised over decades of time. It should be done over uh, probably a year, probably two years, max to max, half a decade, something like that. And uh, yes, yeah, For example, I've also experienced it. For example, uh, when I was in the eighth grade, uh, I was, uh, we were, as you said, we were uh, being taught uh, factual stuff about how many moons does Jupiter have or how many moons does Saturn have. And uh, I think Jupiter has over a hundred moons now, uh, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, right. right. And uh, yeah, and uh, they were having something like 27 in their data. And I was like, where did this come from? This is very old. i knew more 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 moons uh, uh, than the book book book, uh, book had in it and yeah i, I have experienced it uh, myself so i also wanted to know if if you could if you could tell me something about how could we change some things in the curriculum what policies could be brought into yeah that's a, that's the thing you know uh, if you look at the government college uh, let's say that government decides what's going in so there's something they are lacking in but colleges have if you look at private colleges because i've gone through private colleges they have a lot of freedom you know government is not going to come and sit your class and see that what are you teaching yeah yeah colleges can literally add anything and now the best concept that is coming up is you know most of the colleges had done this and that's a really great thing is that uh, they have given the students a uh, opportunity that they can go learn something from an industry and show the certificate and they'll get the credits hmm. what the credits which you have to accumulate to pass your engineering the yeah. same credits you can go out and uh, take from the industrial courses industrial whatever it is that's an amazing thing you know uh, i think industries uh, sorry uh, colleges or the engineering colleges they should or uh, try to add these kind of things more if mm-hmm. you know government is really not helping i i'll not go into how can government do this because government it's itself doing very good job in india mm-hmm. they are uh, they are busy in lot of things mm-hmm. and yeah the curriculum should be revised but that's mm-hmm. not very easy you know uh, let's talk about the aerospace itself you said that uh, curriculum is uh, curriculum was uh, obsolete and yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's got old but if, mm-hmm. if you look at the aerospace engineering it's not even a decade ago mm-hmm. yeah it because i mean they so, don't have anything related to aerospace engineering anyways uh, it was related to astronomy and cosmology mostly right uh, you know right. asa major asa minor all these constellations that they were teaching students so this is basic, basic astronomy uh aerospace engineering it hasn't been integrated yet uh, in the name of maybe physics That's of or orbits space engineering doesn't have any kind of astronomical stuff if you want yeah yeah mm-hmm. 
because it's basic basic basically physics just in space uh without any air resistance maybe orbital mechanics uh, mm-hmm. sorry astronomy i usually mm-hmm. suggest this book i always have yeah i have it in my yeah. I, i have it in my card yeah so okay uh, tell, can you tell the name can you tell the name for the audience it's uh, astrophysics for people in a hurry by mike neil Graf, sorry neil degrasse tyson sir mm-hmm. okay anyone who wants to have that book uh, i'm not going to put that link. Uh-huh. If anyone wants to have that book, I'm not going to put the link. Uh, Amazon doesn't collaborate. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah, continue. Where, where were you? Okay. Yeah, we are on. We were on curriculum. Yeah. So, uh, you said that aerospace engineering can't be integrated into the curriculum of young students. Uh, then, for example, for example, for example. Okay. That. Okay. Okay. Then what was you saying? Maybe I forgot. I say that yeah, it needs to be updated, but in a way mm-hmm. that it should help students. Every student, see, you can add various things in aerospace engineering. You cannot say that if a student comes into aerospace engineering, he has to complete let's say hundred credits and go out of it. You cannot mm-hmm. complete aerospace engineering hundred credits in any way. Mm-hmm. So let the student decide what what he wants to learn. Let's say he want to go. while you're teaching the same students how to launch a rocket and how to make a satellite if yeah that's what making yeah. satellite even satellite mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. if he is interested in propulsion given propulsion mm-hmm. if he is interested in astronomy given astronomy mm-hmm. that's what i wanted to say basically uh-huh yeah so uh, you saying that there's a mix up of things of course it is you have to okay. learn everything uh-huh i mean i've seen a lot of people क्लासरूम इट कांट ग्रो I mean, any form of technology, any form of education, any form of idea. If it doesn't reach the classroom, it can't go grow basically. So, uh, seeing that it's not happening in the classrooms, what do you think might be the best possible solutions uh, for its fix for its fixation? I'm mostly asking solutions uh, to stuff to you today. So, yeah, uh, what could be the possible fixation? Yeah, to be very true, even I am finding the solution. That's why I'm working in space education. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, most of that's why I've got you. Would, yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, most most of the people would not be happy. Even the colleges or the professors would not be happy. Uh, even if you look at me, they would not be happy that a, a person who has just completed fourth year is coming to our college and teaching our students. We have been teaching since forty, let's say twenty years, and how is he better than us? So mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. what it comes out as. you know until and unless you don't take industry people industry scientists into the curriculum it would not be very good the best things what i think colleges can do is just collaborate with you know let's say five people ten mm-hmm. people they mm-hmm. they would come teach for teacher students for 15 days you can cater mm-hmm. everything for them what mm-hmm. will be what whatever they teach in 15 days will be gold for the students mm mm-hmm. 
So I think that's the best thing the colleges can do today. You can. So you're saying like lecture. providing these mini mini courses or something? What is it? Yeah, you can say mini courses or workshops or whatever mm. it is. Mm. Whatever you can name them, you can just yeah. say that we are arranging a conference for three days. You can do that. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, and the best uh, advice I'll give to students is try to attend as many as events possible. Most of the time, that's what students get missed out. Uh, yeah, there's a reason that they have to cater for their attendance. But once you go to the events, mostly if there's an exhibition, it's more than good. Mm. Once you go through such things, one is you got to learn a lot, and two is you get to do a lot of marketing. And trust me, guys, market uh, market. I'm sorry, uh, networking. Mm-hmm. So networking is something which you highly require. Whatever you do in after your engineering or masters, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, you mentioned the attendance problem. Uh, why is it like why are still colleges like seeing? I mean, look, there's a few colleges like for example, Bits Pilani. Uh, it has managed to to pull off something really great. I mean, uh, it's very commendable yeah. that. that uh, that they allow students to have a year off and then start their own stuff and maybe if they get successful they could just come back and le- and uh, take the degree and if 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 it is not successful they can still do it so that's something that has uh, happened but only in one college that's the only problem uh so i wanted to ask you like why does this problem exist not just in schools but i've seen it in the most elite institutions in the country uh so yeah if you have something to add Even I don't know why. You know, hmm. if that student is able to pass your class without studying, what's bad in that? Mm-hmm. No, that's what my question. If if I'm not if I'm not going through your classes, but still, uh, if I don't copy an exam, that's an exception. Uh, and I still I'm still able to pass your class. One is I'm doing what you need. I'm doing what the college needs. What's written in the book. and to maybe i'll be learning something else which i am interested in which is help which is going to help me in future you can see uh, even my college had a uh, 75% attendance compulsory and that's a lot you know see if you say that 20% is compulsory 30% is compulsory doing assignment is compulsory that's fine because assignments are needed because that is what tests you mm-hmm. papers are needed because that will test you So yeah. If you're asking for assignments, I'm fine with it. But mm. if you're asking me for attendance, I'm not fine with it because mm. if I'm giving you everything else just for attendance, you're stopping me. That's something I feel is not very good. And what Bits Pilani has done, it's amazing because when you get to feel that you can do something and you have an independence to fail, you'll do amazing things. But when you have a fear that if you fail, this is not happening. Let's say. if bits pilani had said that if you fail you will have to repeat your engineering that year again mm, that mm. would be have the, that would have been the worst thing for the students mm-hmm, yeah because more than concentrating on the startup they would concentrate on what if i get fail and what mm. if my let's say parents are not able to pay a fees for one more year because everyone knows that the fees for bits is very high mm-hmm. so if you don't give that independence it's not very good but the way bits has done is it's amazing and i think mm-hmm. really many colleges should ha- should do that they should uh, you know promote internship more than projects is what i think once uh-huh. you get let's say 
uh, and it should be that once you're going to internships, this college should give you that off time. Let's say I have to go for an internship six months. Maybe college can ask me that, okay, you'll have to give the exams, but you can take off from the classes. That would be more than a good thing for any student out there. Though may, um, I've heard that some of the college do this, but not many of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you said that uh, tests and assignments, all of these things are important. Uh, uh, right. And like, for example, students, uh, you also mentioned that students cheat a lot no matter what, because uh, exams are going to pass. Karna padta. But uh, ye, like, how long can this prolong, right? This is not sustainable. This is not the right model to have things. Uh, I usually, I mean, uh, not on the show, I haven't done that much on the show, but uh, usually when I have someone um, talking to me, maybe when I'm not recording, uh, usually, uh, usually I like to talk about uh, uh, how tests and and uh, other things and other, other other maybe you can say other competitions are done in order to test students that how good they are in comparison to each other. And I usually don't like the idea of uh, standardization and uh, standardized testing and uh, you know bubbling stuff on the OMR. I don't I personally don't feel like that's the most practical and the most uh, you know, you know, you know, useful way uh, in order to test someone who is trying, who is studying something very practical, right? Engineering is something very practical. So I want also wanted to know what's your take on if 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 you if you have the same thing or maybe if you have something contrary to that, I would like to know. See, uh, hmm. you cannot say that testing is wrong, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what you can say is testing everyone in same way is wrong. Yeah. That's what I said, like OMR sheets, I just don't like the idea of OMR sheets and doing things on paper and yeah. Yes, Mm -hmm. even even, uh, the best example I can give you is even you go into the ancient India, Mm -hmm. the way they used to teach and the way they used to test was totally different. If you Mm -hmm. look at uh, the books we have and if you look at how Rishimunis used to teach and how they used to test, it was totally different. I agree that the way... uh, test system today is not very good i would say it's not totally bad it gives out something you know it gives out that how uh, how much stress a student can be able to handle it go, uh, give us how much how is its uh, you know time handling or what we say as time management how how good is in uh, let's say creativity that is something mm-hmm. which comes out if mm-hmm. a teacher is looking out for creativity, if a teacher is looking out for innovation in paper, he's looking out for like time manager and all that, the paper is very good. But if he's looking in paper that what is written in book is it's not there, and if he's decreasing marks, then it's not very good. That's mm-hmm. a basic difference. So that's why I say that te- uh, tests are important, but the way they are conducted is something which is very necessary. That's why, you know, the practical examinations are very important. More than yeah. theoretical ones. Though mm. though we have an uh, opposite culture that theoretical mm. examinations give you more marks, more marks in the sense there's more weightage for theoretical section. Mm-hmm. But uh, what I think is there should be more weightage for practical section, I, especially in the fields where you need practical a lot like in the space because you know the theoretical section which are considering today maybe after five years new innovations new 
discoveries may come out and the theory which is which you are reading today it it may happen that the 50% of theory got wrong mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. no surprise for me in the in my field itself because yeah. you know as much as you uh, discover the universe you're going to find more stuff mm-hmm. until and unless you discover whole universe and you are sure of everything you cannot say that this is right in aerospace mm-hmm. that will never happen yeah okay so okay so you mentioned about stm and ssa uh, uh when we texted right uh, that you'd love to talk about it but i'm not going to ask you something that directly related to that uh, i want to know your thoughts on this part hypothetical part fictional part maryland idea of a space army or a space force uh do you think we might have something like that in the future of course you know <laughs> see uh one thing which i highly believe in again i have heard it somewhere some great person must have said it that whatever you can think will happen someday whatever it mm. is doesn't matter mm-hmm. whatever level of technology you think will happen someday but not oh, uh, but the things you are talking are not something which are going to happen in next two decades or next yeah. uh, three decades the it will need to, maybe it can happen you know about uh, 30 years ago no one have imagined that uh, you'll be having such a great smartphones and you'd be doing such a lot of stuff maybe uh, listening to a podcast sitting in car while driving in woods that's something which 25 30 years no no one would have imagined but uh, let's say someone must have thought that uh, when there were no planes someone must have thought that we could have gone through some other continent in hours If people would say this is mad person obviously mm-hmm. they'll say mm-hmm. but now it's possible that's mm-hmm. so the concept maybe it will come to in future if it's required because there are many other things that are going on which uh, are far more creative than this many of things maybe there are some things which i said that uh, aren't public yet but are happening in the great laboratories of different governments so yeah that's going to happen in future but when is something no one can assure you mm-hmm. okay mm, so i have done a podcast on aeronautics and air force and defense but i also wanted to know uh, and as you mentioned about it too on the idea of uh, the space defense sector space defense like space may kuch hai because in that podcast uh, i discussed about uh, things uh, like fighter jets and stuff so it was basically in the atmosphere mostly and um, some of the missiles that could hit maybe satellites and all that stuff but i, I if i because I, i wanted to some know more about uh, in space stuff or in space or in space defense technologies that maybe people are working on around the world it's not not just in india maybe uh, so yeah uh, what can we expect with that many things you know not as of now because there are mm-hmm. many treaties and many rules and regulations for even launching a satellite mm-hmm. but yeah in future most of the things may come up if you had gone if you have heard about it maybe us was trying to settle a military base on moon i think mm-hmm. i i heard about it i'm not very sure about everything about it or maybe mm-hmm. there's something on internet about it they they planned it but was not successful i think or they had to stop it due to some reasons 
there are multiple things coming up you know <clears throat> if you are heard this uh space in space propulsion is something which is coming up uh, there are two three companies in india itself who are working on that which basically uh, help the satellite to change its uh, change its what will say uh, acceleration maybe the height of the orbit okay yeah so that what they are doing so maybe they are trying to find a better alternative to iron propulsion propulsion engines right because iron propulsion engines can't do yeah, much many propulsion is something which will need to innovate until and unless mm. you are able to get on mars in a day mm. using only one time of fuel mm. Mm. that's for this decade itself maybe uh, not this decade next 4 to 5 decades because after that may it may even happen that we are reaching to mars like we are reaching from india to us mm-hmm. that kind of innovation is also possible but the uh, propulsion today we have is not very very good i would say as compared to what we want to explore mm-hmm. so the what we have is amazing you cannot compete with that you uh, they are able to get like uh, you know spacex is able to get the rocket back just by yeah. sending it uh, they are able to recover the rocket and even for landing unit propulsion system hmm so propulsion system we have today is great the in space hmm. propulsion what i was com- talking about is something uh, you know after some time what will happen is people would be able to travel in space and when that starts to happen military uh, militarization would be the first thing happening because people are more interested in drawing out boundaries which is which has happened on earth there are many countries and space right now is something which is together it's not divided into countries hmm. because you cannot restrict a satellite to move on india itself it will have to go through other countries mm-hmm. that's so, a restriction of the gra- of of physics <laughs> maybe yeah. you can't do much about it you can't say anything you know as i told as the hmm. technology grow you may create satellites which can stand out in leo itself mm-hmm. maybe the propulsion grow in such a way that for 5 years you can keep a satellite still okay yeah anything can come up so we cannot restrict ourselves in space but we cannot say that this going to happen in next one year yeah there is no surety any of anything anyways okay uh, i i wanted to know i mean this is not in the script but uh, you know spacex uh, if you've seen that video they've come with the uh, idea of uh, using the starship as a land to land vehicle right for example because they said uh, they were coming up with the idea that planes are slow and uh, they are not ju- not just the best thing like for example even if you have to travel from uh, maybe uh, dubai to united states maybe it takes i think 18 hours i don't know i don't remember i think the world's longest flight is about 72 hours i i, I don't know from where to where but i, I think I it is 72 hours such. yeah so uh, so i also wanted to is this i mean i don't know i thought this idea was very bizarre and blatant but yeah what what do you think about it like should we have a rocket go from go for, grow go from uh, like go from the ground and in a sub suborbital trajectory and then go uh, to maybe some other country or some some other place and instead using rockets instead of planes for doing same for doing the same thing because i know I mean cost comes into play the economics of rockets and engines and because 
rocket getting into a rocket is way more expensive than having a flight ticket in maybe a Boeing 747. I know that. Uh, but yeah, just talking about the idea of it, what do you think about it? See, uh, you do not just consider the cost. The mm-hmm. most important thing you have to consider is the environment. Mm-hmm. If you lock it, the rocket starts launching, the people in US, most of them have a lot of money. And that's the one thing which everyone knows. So it won't be a great thing for them, at least for uh, most of the people from US would do it for an adventure that mm. will go in rocket and will come down. Mm. So that somewhere it goes on bad side, but for, let's consider it's good sides. You know, it may be that testing it to do the same thing in space. It's uh, if you see at today's condition, it's really difficult to fly an airplane in, in space. You cannot do that. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. So the mode of transportation, maybe let's say, see, SpaceX is owned by uh, is the Elon Musk thing, you know, and what mm-hmm. he is interested in colonization of Mars. Mm-hmm. So whatever he does, you can say that he's trying something which has to be done on Mars. Uh-huh. Once you go on yeah. Mars, that's that's the only thing he has to do. Mm-hmm. So if you look at that way, it's more than good. That's a, yeah, that's a, new mm-hmm. yeah, that's a new perspective. That's a new perspective. Mm. Okay. Um, we are almost towards the end of our episode. Uh, given the, uh, this is the second last question I have in this script, given the enormous costs associated with space defense, how can governments balance the need to invest in space based technologies and security, uh, with other compete competing priorities such as healthcare, education and infrastructure development, because already the government puts a lot less amount of money in, from the GDP to the space sector. Uh, in, for example, ISRO's budget is way less than that of maybe NASA and companies, I mean, the country's earnings are way greater than what the country spends on its own sectors. Uh, so yeah, I would, wanted to know that, uh, uh, yeah, given these enormous costs, how can space-based security, uh, compete with these priorities on other sectors? See, uh, no industry will grow just on government. That's one Mm. thing you need to consider. That's one thing you need to understand. Because, you know, let's say, let's say the ISRO thing, you gave the example that the uh, money government give to ISRO is far less, but just go through the records one and see whether all the money given by uh, ISRO is utilized or not. Mm -hmm. If yes, if yes, and uh, if they are doing really good, then government have to increase the budget. Mm-hmm. Something must be there that ISRO is able to do what uh, most of the space companies or space association uh, agencies are not able to do in a budget that no one thinks of. Mm-hmm. They are exceptionally in doing great things in least amount of money. Yeah, yeah. Right. The Indian government has. Yeah. yeah. See, mm-hmm. uh, increasing budget would definitely help. Mm-hmm. But until and unless the private industries grows properly, the space sector or any sector of India would, mm-hmm. uh, India or any other country uh, would not grow as much as you think. Mm-hmm. The space sector in India is going rapidly now. You cannot see the problem is the money you need in other sectors and the money you need in this sector is totally different. You know, for building, a, let's say, a simple startup which sells footwear. 
the money you need to build that startup and the money you need to build a satellite is totally different you know the funding which our startups need is very high if you look mm-hmm. at the startups indian startups uh, space startups basically the funding they have got is uh, something which is very high for some other industries yeah yeah but mm-hmm. it's, it's very small for space industry yeah it's capital that intensive is, yeah so mm-hmm. that's the reason any any budget the government approves you'll feel it less because space industry is going such a way it's growing in a in such a way that you know in let's a government say you know, give some amount at this point of time in such a six months of period space industry will be at a place where this amount is very small mm-hmm. that's the pace it is growing at Yeah, you cannot yeah. blame government or anyone until and unless mm. big players come in in the space sector. That's what happening. You know, most of, top ten uh, richest people in the on the earth. If you see, I'm pretty damn sure that six out of ten would be in, working in space sector in some other the mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. they would have invested in space sector in some other mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. until and unless this money flows in. See, if you look at the startups, space startups in other uh, grown countries like US, the money they have, they are getting incredible, and it's not like they are getting it from government. Yeah, yeah. They are getting it from private investors. investors yeah, they are yeah, getting mm-hmm. it from big companies. Mm-hmm. So until and unless that starts happening in India very properly, it's happening. I'm not saying mm-hmm. it's not happening. Mm. the funding which our startups have got it's good the way they have started from zero when there was nothing in india in private space they have come up the way the funding they have got mm. is good but it's not something which is going to support you a lot mm-hmm. so, i mean this this this, this, yeah. this was yeah 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 we want to continue no that's it i was Uh, okay. Okay. Summing up. Okay. Okay. So you you were saying that uh, uh, mostly it's a it's a fund funds and financials problem that we are just not having the enough amount of money because it's a capital intensive business. It uh, will change. See. Yeah. We are not very grown in technology. Even mm-hmm. the technology come should come in. Mm-hmm. A pe- person who is sitting outside space, as I told, not very much people, not many people in India know about space. so basically until and unless people are not able to understand the technology and they are not able to get that yes the person what this person is doing something is something great they'll not invest the thing which we are talking about ssa and stm mm-hmm. the way we are talking most of the people uh, listening to this podcast will first go on google and they'll search what is ssa and stm mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because most of the people don't know what is space situation is space situational awareness or what mm-hmm. is space traffic management Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you if you go to any investor in India and if you pitch him that I'm doing space situational awareness, I'm doing something related to space situational awareness, mm-hmm. you'll have to mm-hmm. first sit in front of him, teach for teaching what SSA is for two hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After that, most probably he'll not give you a funding. Mm-hmm. Okay. For those of you who don't know SSA and STM, SSA is basically space debris and uh, talking and uh, things related to space garbage and cleaning it up. mostly it's I mean it's the simplest thing that i can tell you and stm is uh, as you, as i said space traffic so such nothing comes into your way maybe maybe uh, when you're when you're trying to traject something into space uh, nothing else comes into your way so it's mostly related to like space traffic like road traffic you can you can relate it okay uh 
So this is the last question that I have, and uh, so I also wanted to know about uh, your startup that you have, Astro Capsule. So, like, yeah, could you tell us something about it? Okay, so Astro Capsule is basically a tech startup. We are in both educational and technology. The education section is fully open. We uh, conduct various courses, workshops. We conduct various, uh, you know, competitions. Also, we have. Uh, done a drone competition with autodesk we have done some astronomy competitions we have done photography uh, astrophotography competitions mm-hmm. and all that mm-hmm. so the education sector is open totally if you uh, want to learn anything you can pitch us to a pitch to us we are in process with collaborating with various companies so there are many surprises you are going to get soon mm-hmm. yeah even in technology we are uh, what all i can say is we are working on something new space technology one of the emerging space technologies something which is going to launch soon we are not yet made it public and i'll have to keep it uh, until and unless my co-founders approve it to tell on podcast and uh, yeah thank you for telling us about astro capsule you doing some really good stuff and uh, yeah i hope some of uh, some of the audience would be looking forward to it what they can uh, have with you uh, okay Thank you everyone for listening to an episode of the Improper Podcast. Hope you were not offended by the title of it. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't know why I came up with that title, but uh, yeah, okay. Thank you for listening to another episode. I think it's the, the another episode of the Improper Podcast. Uh, hope you enjoyed it, and uh, yeah, see you next time.